Why do you need to build your storytelling skills? Stay tuned and find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to another episode as we go live here. And I will start you off with a question. Do you need to build your storytelling skills? Right? And I think I think you already know the answer to that is yes. But here's a question I want to start you off with, really is when you think about storytelling, what does that mean to you, right? Do you picture those moments where maybe mom, dad, or grandma and grandpa, you know, were taking you to bed and they, they tucked you in and they sat down next to you and you picked out a book and they opened it up and they, you know, they, they read some of that to you to, to put you to sleep. Uh, I know I did that with my girls for the longest time. We actually had this really big storybook of 365 stories, uh, that we could read to them one for every night. You know, and if we think about it, Every single conversation we have with someone is us telling a story, sharing something from the past, the present, the, the vision of the future. I mean, I, I just shared a little story with you about, you know, telling stories to my girls. And I, I think the reason why storytelling is really so powerful and it's a skill we need to develop. Well, I just kind of answered that, didn't I? It's because it is powerful. And if we think about across time in our history, there have been any number of leaders, good and bad, that have used the power of storytelling and, and oration um, in all in, in good ways as well as bad ways. I mean, you, you, you let's let, let's use the obvious one: Hitler and his power of oration. He rallied the youth of Germany to do horrendous things. And then on the flip side, you had Winston Churchill, who rallied the Axis right against the. Uh, the the Nazis and all the powers that come to be, you know, and obviously those are some extreme examples, but there's, if you can think about across time, anyone you've dealt with, and I'm talking about when I say across time, it didn't have to be hundreds of years ago. I say, as I look back, you know, it could be yesterday. It could be today when you were listening to something, maybe on the news or in your, in your social media feed, someone shared a story with you that, that hooked you that grabbed you by the collar and said, pay attention. You know, uh, it grabbed you emotionally. It grabbed you intellectually, however it was. But here's the thing. Not everyone really, uh, A, knows that it's important to grow your storytelling skills. And not everyone knows how to tell stories, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's that's kind of a problem, right? You, you want to build your skills as a storyteller, you want to become a good storyteller because it's kind of it can be critical to your success uh, in personal and professional life, right? Because you, you're going through and you're maybe you're uh, still in the cubicle world and you're going to give an interview and they ask you a question and you want to relay the answer via a story and you want the story to be articulate you want it to be moving you want it to be impactful well the same thing in your business life right you're maybe you have a product you know can help someone you can't just sit 
doctor and tell them this will help you right i just i just lost you right there you've got to go beyond just the everyday conversations you've got to get to go beyond just the the facts and the data right you've got to get in there there was add a little emotion to it and that's where storytelling begins to really develop its life is when you take facts and data and you combine it with some emotion right and you draw these pictures that people can connect with in a much deeper way uh, than just you know uh, everybody that gets on a podcast sees a 10% lift in their salesmanship whatever it is right I mean that's just a fact but if I get her and I tell you a story of someone who just came out of prison and no one would give them a job and he decided to start a podcast and as a result of that podcast, he started seeing people pay attention to him because he had great information to share. And now he's doing six figures and he's rubbing elbows with millionaires. I could tell you that story in detail and you're like, whoa, well, if he could do it, I could do it, right? I, I can start pulling you in and drawing you along. You know, and we, we go with things like combining facts and data with emotion. I know anyone who was alive when 9-11 happened I can just about guarantee you with you know what I'm gonna go ahead and say I guarantee you that anyone that was you know older than five maybe say older than seven remembers what they were doing and where exactly where they were when that happened I know I do right and it's that it's that that facts and all that emotion combining together obviously it was a tragic event but that's just a you know a great example where you know some other things in your life were you know when maybe when your favorite team won the super bowl back in 1987 you might not quite remember so detailed and then again maybe you're a passionate football fan and and you would so you could do that but storytelling is a super powerful tool and our ability to communicate effectively and using this tool is when again like I mentioned earlier is when you combine these uh, these communication tools of, of taking the data that bland information and for many people it is very bland information and integrating it with stories I know one of the folks I've grown up with and I say grown up I probably didn't get introduced to them until I was in my 30s maybe late 20s uh were like the zig ziglers and the jim rones and the you know the Les browns of the world who could take these amazing stories where you're like i'm not sure where he's going all of a sudden he weaves it right in to the story of you know improving your life improving your business uh, improving your salesmanship whatever it is uh, these guys have taken that that storytelling skill and just really uh, mastered it uh, you you might say so i would say you definitely want to practice uh, honing your storytelling skills uh, through all the different methods of just using uh, what do we what I'm afraid I'm going to move my notes over here so i can remember remember a couple things there we go uh, by using uh, language that elicits visuals right so um, if I sit there and I tell you um, a number of you are very aware of my daughter who passed away and uh, I could take you in. and I remember doing a speech on this uh, it was actually probably about three or four months after it happened it took me that long to be able to uh, give a public speak uh, speech on this very moment but I, I did this I had to do a dramatic speech for Toastmasters and I decided I was ready to step in to this moment and share it uh, in this powerful way 
And so what I decided to do is reenact the moment when I wrapped my baby up in her favorite, uh, her favorite blanket and rock her to sleep one last time and share some of the words that I shared with her and her last uh, moments in my arms. And I did that. And here we are. I still worked at the Coca-Cola at the time. And uh, yeah, they called me up. Hey, is Tracy Brigham going to be doing uh, his uh, dramatic speech called and I can remember the title I gave it. It's got kind of irrelevant at this point. And without saying a word, I walked down from my seats in the audience. And it was probably about I don't know, 30 people were in the audience. I walked down without saying a word. And I had a doll wrapped in a blanket. And I set it down in the chair. And I walked over to the, to the lights that were uh, controlled for the room. And I turned all the lights down except for a center light uh, beaming down on this chair where I just set the doll. And right next to that, I set a laptop. And I started it, and it played a heart monitor. Beep, beep, beep. Then I sat down, and I picked up the doll, and I held it in my arms, and I started rocking slowly, and I started talking, telling, you know, this doll the things I had told my daughter a few months prior about being thankful for her having been here and showing me how to look at the world through new eyes. Beep, beep. And how I wish she could be here longer, but I understand why she couldn't. Right? Single beam. It's all dark everywhere. And I'm lowering my voice enough, but everyone can still hear me. But some maybe of folks in a couple of rows back were leaning forward to hear me a little better and would continue talking. Beep, beep. You know, and saying, you know, reminding her of all the great things we had done together and that I was going to do everything I could to honor her and her memory that uh, all the lessons she had given me and the memories that she had left me with. Beep. But I wanted her to go and and be happy and be free and watch me honor you, Krista. Beep. And you heard gasps in the audience when that heart monitor just went flatline. Now, mind you, I'm holding a doll, right? But I had everyone so hooked. That's the power of storytelling that you can use to your advantage. Now, you don't want to abuse things, right? That, and that's why I'm sharing with you because I know you guys will use this in an ethical manner. Is that, you know, I had drawn them all in to a point where they were just, they were leaning in and they were on the edge of their seat with every word that I was sharing. All of a sudden, bam, I hit them with a which is exactly what I had heard uh, in, in that room, you know, just a few months before that. And, uh, you know, I, Set, you know, set, turn the computer off, set the doll down, close the computer, turn the lights back up. And I shared with them my passion for organ, organ donorship so that moments like that didn't happen to have to happen to other mothers and fathers as their children, um, could no longer wait on the waiting list. So you could see just that one little simple example, you know, I, May, hopefully I had you leaning in, listening a little bit, sharing, you know, drawing you in with the little sounds and the tonality and the pace. I changed my pace a little bit because usually I'm talking pretty fast. Uh, but for that, you know, I, I slowed it down to bring you into the drama that was going on. So there are plenty of resources that help you grow your storytelling skills. Maybe I'll uh, tap into a few of those. But let me share with you a couple of quick bullet points you want to share for your stories. You're always going to want to try to be as original as possible. And if you're not being original, share the source. Right. It's okay if, uh, you have, you're in a situation or a scenario where you need to tell the perfect story, but it's not your story. Well, just, just say that. It's not my story. This is a story I heard, a story I saw, but I wanted to share it with you. 
Okay. But that helps bring in the second point, which is always be authentic, right? Don't just fake it till you make it. It's, hey, this is where I'm coming from. This is what it's all about. People will feel that and they're going to lean in even more as a result of that. And then have empathy, right? You know, feel and be felt. It goes both ways. And then always be consistent with your stories. And if your consistency, if you're inconsistent in a story and there's a reason for it share i know recently uh, i saw someone who um, i looked up to and they had oh let's say a few months ago been very passionate about a new platform that had come on to the social media scene and then most recently here i saw a post from them where they put it down pretty aggressively and so that those two opposite views with no reason in between was a bit confusing to me and now it makes me wonder hmm you know you almost want to question uh, their sincerity when you get those kinds of opposing things for me it would have been like hey this is awesome but something has happened it's kind of changed it's not so cool anymore so now uh, you know i'm off the bandwagon and here's why okay well i get that that's a consistency you're like hey i get it it's awesome but now things are happening differently and it's you know new rule whatever the reasons are but when you don't have any reasons you just go from right to left people are going to go like what was that all about? All right. So just a few little tidbits about storytelling and the benefits that you can reap personally and professionally in your business and in your life. All right. Think successfully. Take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.